Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Watching this morning, but my dad and I had a talk about today. He moved on from a lot of churches in his time, and he said, I'll tell you what, preach the first sermon you ever gave there and see if anybody remembers it. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to find that. <laughs> it was lost in the cloud. This passage from Isaiah today, one, as a, as a singer who has sung the Messiah numerous times, and with the God-given grace of being a tenor and singing this particular aria several times, it always stands out. It is a wonderful, wonderful passage but what it tells us is why Jesus came to the earth to turn the world upside down. He was countercultural. He changed things in a way that no one expected. Prepare the way of the Lord, he says, that John is going to do and make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain shall be made low. If you think about our world and our society and the way things go, we need that right now. Those who are in a valley desperately need to be lifted up. They need to be given the grace and the hope of God. And those who are on their high horse, if you will, might need to be knocked down a couple of pegs. But all of us are in that situation. It is not one single person or one single group. We all have our time where we think we are up here. That's human nature. But we know that God wants us to live, and God wants a level playing field. Because when you bring down, when you bring up what is here and down what is here, what do you have? You have one level playing field. And it is an act of repentance where we get there. It is an amazing, amazing thing. Now, I love this passage, but I, I'll ask this again, and I've probably asked you before, how many of you are old enough to remember Jesus of Nazareth, the miniseries from the 70s? Not quite. <laughs> there are several things I'm going to miss about this church, and some I won't. <laughs> Okay, how many of you know of the miniseries Jesus of Nazareth that was filmed in the 70s? Really? That's it? <clears throat> John the Baptist in that movie is one of the most intense human beings I've ever seen in my life. He's brilliant, so watch it. It's really, really good. But the leaders from the synagogue come to see him because they have been told about this crazy person in the desert, screaming and telling people things that they don't want to hear. And they go out, and he is in this rock cave area, and they're up on this hill. It's really symbolic of bringing things up and bringing things down. And he has a stick, and he's screaming at them, and he's reading this passage. And he's smacking the stick on the ground, and he's so intense. It's no wonder people thought he was crazy. 
we see people like that in our world. There's a gentleman in Tulsa that oftentimes leading up to Easter, you will see him walking with a cross. You've probably seen him before. I have seen him at Quick Trip. I've seen him walking down the road in parking lots and everywhere else. He doesn't just walk. He stops and he prays with people. And he's not looking for people who are up here. He's looking for people who are down here in the valley. As human beings, we all find valleys at one time or another. And it is good to know that there is a cross that is traveling around and waiting for us and looking to find us. Uh, I, I joked with Everett this morning, there's a, there's a meme that has gone around with four uh, faces, and it says, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it says, John says, let me tell you this beautiful story about Jesus. And Matthew says, let me tell you this, to prove that we all come from Adam and Eve and the lineage back. And Luke tells this beautiful Christmas story that we know. And Mark is a samurai warrior, and he says, let's get to work. This is the very beginning of the Gospel of Mark, and he is already telling us what's going to happen. He is telling us what the prophet Isaiah just told us in chapter 40. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. Who's going to prepare your way. And then he appears in the wilderness, and in this movie, this miniseries, People, after he is found, they flock to him. People of all disabilities who look like our world. Everyone is different, but everyone is there because they are hungry for what he has to say. My favorite line, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I did a musical years ago called Cotton Patch Gospel, the story of the Bible told in Georgia. And uh, when when the person playing all these roles, it's a one-person show that they do all the characters, and he says, y'all, that's him. That's the Lord's Lamb. He's the one I told you that was coming from behind me because he had gotten ahead of me because he was here before I was. And that's a pretty good trick because God has been here all along. Now, <laughs> I genuinely thought, tried to think of something profound to say this morning. But what I need you all to know, from my perspective, is how much you all have changed my life in the last three years. In so many ways. Friendships and the joy of seeing your faces every Sunday, sometimes not every Sunday, not going to point out any names. <laughs> Maybe I will at 11. But, it, but in all honesty, this has been one of the most life-changing experiences for me in, in so many ways. Um, to, to work with the young people here, when I started, there were about six kids. And right now, there are 20 to 25. It's not something I did. It's something this community did. Because... 
so one of the gentlemen at one of the churches where I'll be serving in Florida asked me, he says, how, how are you going to get younger people? And he said, I'm talking like in their 50s because they're all old and retired, right? <laughs> and I said, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to introduce ourselves and we're going to invite them to church. My guess would be the majority of the people in this room, someone invited you here. That is the gospel message. That is why this place is so special. They said to me in an interview, they said, you realize that we don't have kids and it's not going to be the same. I said, nowhere is going to be the same as Christchurch. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be like Christchurch, but know how amazing and special this place is. And I made the youth promise me they were not going to stop coming to youth group because I was leaving. But I'm going to ask you all to do something too. Don't stop being Christchurch. I know you're not going to do that necessarily, but this man is going to need help with church stuff too. I've been saving him up, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be a long morning. <clears throat> but just know how amazing and special this place truly is, that it changes lives, not just mine, but the community our young people who are the future of this place. And I'm just so grateful to have had the, the, the honor to serve with you. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know if I have much more to say, but thank you, and I love you all very, very much. And uh, the invitation to the beach still stands. So please come. Give me about three days' notice, and I'll try to find you somewhere to stay. <laughs> but... Um, you, you all are amazing, and I will, I will miss you terribly, so thank you.